Hey everybody, welcome to Brad Tilton Ministries podcast with Brad and Jana. We are so glad you decided to take some time and listen to this today. We want to share a quick word with you, uh, and we believe this is going to bring you the victory in your life that you may need, you know, depending on what you may be going through in your life individually or victory over all this stuff that's going on around us in our nation to walk in victory throughout this. We're going to use an Old Testament story about Jehoshaphat that you'll see in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And Jan is going to start off a little bit by talking to you about that. What happened with Jehoshaphat? What did he do to to go to God to really nail down the victory that, that of, of this great challenge that was coming before him. So take, listen good, and we really want you to be blessed by this and find your way to have a sure way to victory. All right, Jana. Hello, beautifuls. We are so excited about today. Whether you're listening right now, you found a quiet, comfy place, and you're enjoying some much-needed me time with us, or if you're driving, cleaning your house, whatever you're doing, you're on your lunch break. We are very excited. Uh, today we're going to talk about a sure way to victory. And so in 2 Chronicles 20, uh, we encounter a story of a king who was facing the greatest external threat of his reign. Um, a king who experienced firsthand how the Lord grants victory to those who trust in him. And a king who learned how to humble himself before the Lord and as a result was given the greatest victory he had ever known. And this king we're talking about today was Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. So uh, King Jehoshaphat was not perfect, but one thing he did do is when faced with opposition, he prepared his heart to seek God first. Dear one, if you are facing a hopeless situation or strong opposition, then allow this to comfort and encourage you today, for there is a sure way to victory. Well, there's the first thing he did, and those aren't even some of the ones we have listed. He, When he came into this opposition, the first thing he did was he prepared his heart to seek God first. And I think a lot of times, you know, we all know this when something happens in our life, we go to a lot of other sources without running to God first. You always run to God first. I guarantee you, you're going to have a victory in whatever situation you're in. And that's what he did. So it's great to, to know that that's the first thing we need to do. That's always the first thing we need to do. But sometimes it is hard. We get so distracting. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to continue. So uh, King Jehoshaphat had set judges in the land throughout all the fortified cities of Judah, city by city. And he was establishing regional courts and he sent out teachers and he was moving forward in his reforms. And then the word of God said, then one day everything changed. So 2 Chronicles 21 says, it happened after this, that dot, 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 we're going to stop. I want to stop right there and I want to ask, have you ever been going along your way and then you experience a quote unquote, it happened? And maybe uh, something came along your way designed to disrupt your spirit. And uh, maybe some other things have happened, whether it be physical, emotional, financial, 
Well, then you can relate to the following. So upon hearing this frightful news, King Jehoshaphat had an initial human response. He feared. Well, the thing about it is, you know, what happened? What was this huge thing that happened to him in his life? Well, he had this great multitude coming against him. Um, and they had one goal in mind. They were, they were, they were desiring to overtake him. These are the people of Moab, Ammon and others were seen across the sea and they were headed towards Judah. So he's dealing with this strong opposition coming against them and not really knowing, you know, in his, we're going to find out in his own human flesh, he initially really went to a place of fear um, because of the sight that he had seen. The enemy was joining forces against Judah. Uh, they were trying to wage war against them. Um, and I know all of us, myself, Jana, everybody out there, we have had something or someone wage war against us because as believers, the enemy is constantly yes. at war with us and yes. he uses whatever tactics he wants to use to bring these things against us. All We would even call them ourselves all-out assaults. Um, maybe, like Jana said earlier, maybe it was a relational thing, a relationship, something emotional, something financial, something physical, or something spiritual. And then it, you know, you got to ask, does it stir these deep emotions in you? You know, and sometimes we become paralyzed for a moment. We, we get paralyzed in fear. So you, you're going to be able to relate to the following and what he did, because upon the moment he heard the frightful news, that's our dog. Our dog is getting some water. <laughs> Upon hearing the frightful news and seeing what was coming against him, he had this initial human response of fear. And, you know, I don't care how much we pray and all the things that we do to stay strong in God, we're human beings. So he, ha he went through this moment yes. of fear, but then he changed that very quickly. Yes. So, you know, what he did next set himself to experience the greatest victory he would ever know under his reign. And so as Christians, you know, we always pray from a position of victory. The greater one lives on the inside of us. And sometimes we need to be reminded of that, that we can tap into that power source, the spirit of God within us, the living uh, God, the living word and the written word. Amen. And we can walk through it and we have a sure way to victory. So uh, verse three says, what does it say, honey? Verse 3 says, Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. All right, y'all. So right here, um, it's okay to have an initial human response towards a threat. God created us to have emotions, but we must not allow emotions to have us for when, quote unquote, it happens, we must have a game plan set in place, a recourse that will swiftly apply, we can swiftly apply it in order to have a sure way to victory. We must be spirit-led not flesh-led, being led by our emotions, fear, anger, sadness, or disbelief. So as the story unfolds, we see some key elements that put King Jehoshaphat and God's people in the place where he could deliver them, God could deliver them, and give them a sure way to victory. So if you and I will study the below spiritual responses to an attack, we will experience victory over any situation. So honey, will you just talk to us about so that? So if we set these in bullet points or we numbered them uh we could see four things that we could number 
that he specifically did that we all need to do. And so the number one thing he did was he feared, he stopped, then they set themselves to seek the Lord through prayer. Amen. That's always got to be the foundation. There's things, anything we do has a foundational foundations to it, whether it's sports, whatever it may be. There's ways to, the, the, to be the best at it. We have foundational things we have to lock down. And one of those for us as a believer is prayer. So they started to kind of still their, still their souls within them through prayer, not fearing. They calmed their fears. They started to silence their unbelief. Oh no, what's going to happen? They, they started to stop that. And that's really important for all of us. They went to the Lord. They didn't go to someone else. Um, they went to the one who has all the answers and we know who that is. And he has the perfect solution to whatever we're going through. He always has the perfect solution every single time. So number one, they went to the Lord first and they sought him in prayer. And then number two, they proclaimed a fast since the urgency of the matter required immediate intervention. They knew where their help would come from. They humbled themselves and put away everything that would be a distraction from them, seeking and hearing from the Lord. So they not only set themselves to seek the Lord through prayer, they proclaimed a fast throughout the whole land. Then what did they do? You know, sometimes on that fasting thing, everybody, you know, you hear about, I'm going to do a Daniel's fast. It seems like the majority of time people do that. Oh, yeah. Um, if that if that's even They're thinking about smart food thing the to whole do, time. They're thinking about, well, I'm going to lose some weight. <laughs> um, but a fast really, you, you go into a time of fasting and the things that you would normally do, so in some cases it's food, instead of eating, I'm going to pray. Yes. So the whole purpose of fasting is to come into a, I don't know, I guess a deeper, um, place with God. You, you come into a place where you can hear his voice yes. better because you're, you're making a point of moving things out of your life that you would normally take up that time and you're replacing them with prayer and seeking after God. So that's what they did. When they began to fast, I'm sure it worked the same way with them. They really started to get in tune with God. So they sought God through prayer and then they proclaimed a fast. So they were fasting, really getting the ear of the Lord and really listening yes. and seeing what they needed to do. And then we move into number three. They got into faith and out of fear by recalling to mind past victories that came from the hand of the Lord. They stirred themselves up in their most holy faith, knowing that the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what he did in the past for his people, he was well able to do now in the present. You know, sometimes we have to uh, stir ourselves Recall into faith. The mind. Remember when they were all in the boat in the storm, Jesus is asleep, storm comes, they're freaking out. What are we going to do? We're going to die. And uh, <laughs> Jesus stood up and did what he did because he's God in the flesh and he stilled the storm with a word. And then he looked at all of them. He said, you know, you have little faith. Yes. So we all have faith. We just have to use our faith. That's right. So instead of, I mean, the opposite of faith is fear. So they got out of fear. They got into faith. And, you know, prayer, fasting, those kind of things should build in you a greater sense of faith in knowing that God is always going to come through for you. And you don't have to worry about what's going on around you. Then yes. in the midst of all of it, you can stand there in faith and have your way to victory. Yes. So now we get into number four. They acknowledge their limited ability because in a human sense, we can only do so much about a situation. 
So they acknowledge their limited ability and his unlimited might. So verse 12 says, For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. But here's the key, y'all. But our eyes are upon you, Lord. They focused on the one who could give them a supernatural victory. And once they did the above, the dynamic changed, y'all. The Lord intervened for he is mighty to deliver and he's mighty to save. So verses 14 through 17. It says this, then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel and he gave them the word of the Lord. And he said this, quote, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid. This is a word that God is Amen. giving them from this prophet. And given you today. Yes. Do not Remember, we can take Old Testament accounts and we can bring them into our yes. lives today. Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. My goodness. So we got to understand that this was a word from the Lord that catapulted them out of fear and into faith. So they now were walking in this total trust <laughs> and reliance on the Lord and his word. This, this y'all, this is your sure way to victory. Amen. So that's, a, that's the, the word of the Lord to you. If you're going through something right now in your life, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of the great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God's. Amen. That's right. And so they had to put faith in God's word into action. When God gives you a word, you are called to walk it out. Amen. So they were instructed to go down against the enemies the next day and that they would not need to fight in this battle, but position themselves, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Isn't that a great word, y'all? The Lord was with them. Oh, how comforting is this? We are not dismayed or we're not to fear. He is with us. And dear one, does this just minister to you right where you are? You are not alone. He is there right now in the midst of your battle. Whatever is trying to invade your peace, your forward movement, your sound mind, the battle is the Lord and not yours. And honey, you have a sure way to victory. Amen. So coming to a close to put this in. So now we come to... Number five, and this is the, this is the <laughs> one. another one. <laughs> this one happens because you are now walking in a place of total confidence. You're walking in a place of total trust in God. Amen. You've You've received his word of promise. Um, and so you must not only position yourself underneath the word, but now you need to, there's something that we all need to do. Once we're walking in that confidence Amen. and we're walking in that trust, that brings us to number five, where they began to worship the Lord. Amen. <laughs> they took action. Amen. They got this song of victory in their mouth because praise and worship sets an atmosphere for victory over any situations. It says that he inhabits the praises of his people. Verses 21 and 22 here in this chapter say, Jehoshaphat appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of his holiness as they went out before the army. So the praisers went out before the army. Now when they began to sing and praise the Lord, the Lord, the, the Lord, Lord set ambushes, ambushes against the enemy and they were <laughs> defeated. So the soldiers didn't even have to fight in the battle. Nope. 
And, and I, this all comes from their prayer. They're, they're setting themselves in confidence and trust in God. Yes. So it's almost like God said, okay, I'm, I'm stepping in. I'm going to do what I can do and <laughs> only what I can do. And so uh, this, uh, this is what they did. And this is how they found their way to sure victory. And beautiful one, this Texas gal right now has Holy Ghost goosebumps. I'm telling you, is this ministering to you as it is to me? I don't care if you can carry a tune or not. Honey, just belt it out and sing loud and proud. Sing that song of worship for you have the victory in your mouth. And whatever you are facing, no matter if it's a great multitude, set yourself to seek him through prayer. Fast, recall to mind his faithfulness to build your faith. Acknowledge he is the one who can give you the victory. He's the only one who can give this over any situation and worship him. Get a song of victory in your mouth and sing, darling, sing. For your song goes before this situation and it will change the atmosphere and the dynamic. It will usher in the presence and the might and the ability of Almighty God. And may you find great peace Amen. in knowing you are not alone. He is there and the battle is not yours, but his. You are to pray and then you're to praise. And we love and adore y'all. And I tell y'all something. There's been times in our lives and ministry where only our victory, our sure way of victory could come from the Lord. And I tell you, when it seemed like all hell was breaking loose. We started saying, God, you are mighty to deliver and mighty to save. Mighty to deliver and mighty to save. We would walk in our house. We would raise our hands and we would just shout that and we would sing that. And all of a sudden, you could feel the presence of the Lord come into the atmosphere because he inhabits the praises of his people, the word of God says, and the atmosphere would change. So you are never defeated. You are never under the circumstance for you are on the victory side in Christ and he is your sure way to victory. Hallelujah. Praise God. You are never defeated in Christ. You are never defeated in Christ. You're never under it. You're always over it. And in Christ, you're always having victory. Amen. So don't look at yourself as ever being defeated. Look at yourself as someone who's always able to overcome any circumstance that comes your way. We just gave you some bullet points from an account in the Old Testament. We believe this is good stuff for you to follow. Follow these bullet points. Go through them again. Write them down and follow them anytime you happen to come into a situation that seems completely overwhelming to you. Amen. Well, we love you. You have a blessed day. And we want to invite you to come to bradtuttleministries.org website. Under the media tab, there's more podcasts, there's sermons, there's things that we have placed on there to be able to bless you in your Christian walk and equip you and ignite you. We love you. Have a blessed day. Amen. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.